Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Welcome to the pod where we chat, argue, and wax poetic about the stories that we love, hate, or that are simply worth talking about. All stories have something to say, and we love trying to analyze what they capture. Welcome to the Chatter After. This is going to be a very special episode of the Chatter After because uh, myself, Michael Thomas, and Brandon Alvarado are joined by two very special guests. Uh, we have the pleasure of previewing a new comic book coming to IDW Publishing. It's an IDW original called Breath of Shadows, and we're joined by the comic book creators of this book, writer Rich Duick and artist Alex Cormack. It's a fantastic conversation with these two. It was a blast having them on. Um, So here's the brief synopsis for you, and then we'll get to the conversation. It's 1968. On the fast track to becoming one of his era's most iconic rock stars, Jimmy Meadows should be basking in the glow of newly acquired wealth and fame. Instead, crushed by the weight of debilitating heroin addiction, Jimmy is on the verge of losing everything. Until an old friend tips him off, on an unorthodox treatment method hidden in the depths of the South American jungle. With fair weather friends, local opportunists, and industry psychophants in tow, Jimmy sets off in search of what he's sure will be a miracle cure. But as the exertion veers off course and the realities of their environment begin to bleed together with Jimmy's paranoia and drug-induced hallucinations, the team quickly descends into a nightmare of bloody chaos populated by unspeakable horrors that surpass even the most brutal drug trip. We're talking to Rich and Alex about this book today, coming out on February 1st. We're just going to jump right into the middle of this conversation. I'm going to throw it over to Brandon, my co-host. We'll see you guys at the end. Guys, welcome to the Shatter After. Hey, hey thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys are coming out with this new book. Um, It comes out later this month or in February? Yeah, it's actually going to kick off February. It comes out February 1st. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. uh, I'll take Uh, one week from today. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. We have the privilege of reading the first issue and it's amazing. It's awesome. We love the gore and the visual art of Alex Cormack's style. And, but more importantly, I love the storytelling ability, Rich, Rick, that you have. Um, I have the, I have the pleasure of reading some of your other work and I love the consistency in the writing and I love how you guys blend color story and how you create an atmosphere of horror and intrigue. And also study of the human condition. So I, 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 we wanted to hear all about you guys. It's all about you guys talking to us and letting know what turns the gears for you guys as you come up with these stories. <laughs> so thank you for coming here and talking to us here at the chat after. Um, the first thing that we're really excited to know about is this is the third um, work that you guys do together. Yep, um, yep. You guys started with Road of Bones. You, you did Sea of Sorrows. You're back with Breath of Shadows. Um, how did this team come to be? Where, where did you guys there's, come together? There's, uh, there's this uh, smaller uh, publisher well, called you know, Comics Tribe um, that uh, puts out a lot of great books. Um, and Alex and I were kind of both working with them on separate projects. Alex was working on, um, he worked a, s- a series called Oxymoron, and then he did Sync. Uh, and I did uh, Wailing Blade with um, with Joe Mulvey. Um, so, like, um, when Comic Shy would go to uh, conventions in our area, like New York Comic Con, Alex and I would both be there, for you know, to kind of, like, promote our books. And we just sort of, you know, we would be at the booth talking. We would, you know, go out after. And we just became really friendly. Um, 
but we still hadn't worked together. But then, um, you know, the more I saw of Alex's art, the more I, I knew that like he was somebody I really wanted to work with. And when I saw um, his artwork for uh, Sync, the book that he does with John Lees, which is like a killer or horror book. Uh, So it's amazing. Um, a, uh, I was like, okay, Alex, have I got a pitch for you? <laughs> That's for sure. And that was, uh, yes, yeah, so it was Road of Bones. Yeah, it was New York. Uh, Rich kind of grabbed me and said, all right, I got this idea for a book if uh, you're interested. And he basically told me, yeah, this uh, elevator pitch. I'm like, dude, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever I got to do, even if uh, even if you want me to, like, just to staple them together, I'll... That's <laughs> great. That is That's awesome. amazing. I, I love how this all started at the water cooler. Yeah, <laughs> no, pretty much. Like, yeah. literally in the office. Hey, guys, what'd you watch last night? I don't know. I got this pitch. So. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and it's always great when you see creative minds come together and themes and ideas that they both enjoy. Um, and this, I want to start with you, Alex, um, because you both love horror. We oh, yeah. both love mystery. Um, starting with, like, where does that come from? Where does that love, that interest for that genre come from? Oh, I, uh, it's, it's fun. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things about it. Like, uh, I mean, it's the fact that it's just draw monsters. It's draw, like, people get really messed up. And, uh, and to... It, it, for my sake, it probably, um, uh, it, it, for, yeah, for my sake, for, it's like, like people getting messed up like that. I was saying like, uh, probably goes back to, cause I used to do animation and, uh, anybody that ever does animation knows that probably the first, second or third thing you do is probably animate somebody getting squished, blown up or shot. Or, you know, think about like Tom and Jerry, they just get messed up. Nice. So it's fun to have these characters get all screwed up. Yeah. Um, so you have the very pretty design, and then you have the whole messed up design, and you kind of oh, yeah. go for the messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and gonna just think like, all right, where can you, like, what can we do with this and this? And then uh, once you kind of start laughing, you're like, oh, is it gonna be good? Yeah, it's it kind of comes from that, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. How about you, Rick? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like I I think for me a lot of it comes like, or at least my interest in it kind of a lot of it came from like movies because like you know when you're when I was like growing up, it's like a scary movie is like, it's like a treat because it's like this forbidden thing that like, you know, for yes. your parents like, no, nah, that's too scary for you. You know, that's too scary for you. So it's like, you kind of, you wait until they go to sleep and then sneak down into the living room and, uh, like, you yeah. know, yeah, put it and watch it. Um, and it's like, as far as like writing it goes, I, I've thought a, a little bit about it. And I think it's like, the attractive thing to me is that it's like, you kind of get to explore these like, dark like feelings you know or like impulses where it's like you know like i, it, I don't really want to like you know kill anybody but of course <laughs> i've had the, had the thought like oh, i freaking kill that guy you know what i mean or, or stuff like that and it's just sort of like a safe way to kind of like uh you know think about horrible things that might otherwise you know that if like you did it in, or if it happened in real life like you, you know you, you'd uh be like you know in jail or, or or worse and it's just like but you know to do it explore stuff like that and like in like a, a horror story it's a way of like talking and showing things that would like normally be like off limits to like talk or show about but like they're worth 
exploring because it's like a part of being human, you know, to like, you know, we're not all like, uh, you know, shiny, happy people, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like a permit to explore the worst of humanity. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the horror genre is so fascinating, right? Because yeah, that's the one thing humanity can't really explore except Mm -hmm. for stories like this, which makes it shine even more. Yeah. And I love how in the different books that I've, that I checked out from you guys that how you explore this interesting. I haven't read Road of Bones yet, but I have it in my queue because it's Comixology Unlimited, so it's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the idea of survival uh, and Sea of Sorrows, you explore that through the idea of guilt and greed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, in The Ocean Will Take Us, it's all about this fear because we have to save the planet, but then it's leading you to these dark corners, which yeah. by the way, the way you handled those characters in a, a very Goonies, very, uh-huh. very happy way, but still with those hardcore horror elements that you love to explore was actually very awesome. So I love the versatility oh, in the themes. So that was awesome. Which, if, we, if, we, if we're planning to get more, bring more. Ocean will take uh-huh. I'll, I'll it. <laughs> um, but here in Breath of Shadows, um, it's different, right? It's, there's this degree of, of self-loathing, self-destruction, right? Um, the idea of a man that has writer's block means that with Jimmy, with Jimmy Meadows, right? The idea that writer's block has him in a point where he's literally self-destroying himself because he can no longer create. He feels he can't create. And then you have the whole interesting parallels with drug addiction as a mean of personal horror that only affects him. Like you had the mystical siren in Sea of Sorrows and here drugs play that role and the effect of drug addiction, which by the way, why centipedes? <laughs> yeah, why centipedes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like literally you see it in the previews crawling all over his body, but I love how it's so personal to him. Like nobody can understand the horror that he feels. It's so peculiar. Where did that come from? Like how long, how long was Breath of Shadows doing? Where did where would inspire Breath of Shadows? I uh, I'll tell you like the centipede thing because I I know I'll tell you exactly where it comes from. And, and it's um, so there's uh, this author uh, named William S. Burroughs. He uh, he wrote uh, his most famous book is called Naked Lunch. Uh, he wrote Junkie. He wrote a lot about because he was a lifelong heroin addict, and he wrote a lot of um, you know. Uh, books on that subject, but also he was just kind of like a really deep thinker and has a lot of like really interesting and and um, kind of deep quotes. But there's uh, one quote from one of his books called The Western Lands, and I just Googled it so I could like read it and not screw it up. Um, but, uh, you know, Burroughs inspired a lot of, of Breath of Shadows, and uh, this quote is why it's centipedes. So he says, uh, there may be people who like centipedes, Personally, I would regard such an individual with deep suspicion. I've just petted my cat. And how is this good little cat beast? Now, what sort of man or woman or monster would stroke a centipede on his underbelly? And here's my good big centipede. If such a man exists, I say kill him without more ado. He is a traitor to the human race. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is amazing. And I love, I love that quote. And it just, like, hits home. Because these are so fucking alien and, yeah. and and it's like as far away from like the human form you can get on like earth so i i decided that's what i was going to torture alex with uh making him draw these 
disgusting, disgusting yeah. creatures. So I'm pretty confident, Alex. You heard this yeah. quote in the pitch. Like the pitch came with a quote, right? Yeah. Like so. So when you when you when you started putting the art together, yeah. Were like was the, was it one of those things that you got scared about? Oh my god, this looks horrible. Like, or or did it really excite you? Oh, yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, let's see what we're gonna do with this. And uh, so the thing with the especially the centipedes, uh, I mean, since before that, uh, like, I, I started trying to draw them just out of the out of my head. Like, I know what a centipede looks like, and I definitely don't want to look them up. <laughs> so I was trying to like, so I'm like, oh yeah, so I basically drew a handful of them, and I'm like, these look like snakes with legs. I mean, it's it's not working. I gotta Google and like research these guys, and oh, it was horrible. <laughs> and uh, so I like go on like you know very typical Google images, and every third one was like a GIF, and I didn't know it was gonna be a GIF, and they like jumped at me, and I was like, Jesus God, and, uh, and um, so I started drawing a lot from those and those, and I was just like, I, I think I probably wrote you, Rich, and I was just like, man, yeah. like yeah, You're they, like what? Yeah, out, like yeah. all this other horrific stuff. Sure, all day, no problem. Like, yeah. You know, like CSR is having sharks. Sharks, fine. Sure, no problem. Sharks are sharks. But these little dudes, and oh, I was like, I, I like tuck my pants into my socks, you know? Like, so, <laughs> like they're not getting in. And it's yeah. crazy because you can draw monsters. Like, sure, I'm not yeah. going to say what it is for those that haven't read Sea of Sorrows, but when <laughs> oh, yeah. we see the, 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 the mystical creature behind Sea of Sorrows, that's one of the coolest <laughs> yeah. reveals in almost any book that I've read recently. And it's Thank you so much. Fish, yeah. And it's vicious and it's yeah. visceral and it's horrible. Um, and <laughs> to be you. freaked out by centipedes, when we see the spread, right? Yeah. Especially in the first couple of pages. Um, oh, like, I mean, for this one, it's page one. It's, yeah. it's yeah. like page one, yeah. he's got centipedes like puking out of his arm. Yeah. You did not <laughs> hold back at all <laughs> when going on the first page. <laughs> thank you and thank you for it. Oh, I, I was psyched. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was like uh, when I saw that. It's like um, the old trick in a movie. You got your brutal scene up front, like in um, yeah. No Country for All Men, when he like strangles that dude in the beginning. Yeah. That's the most vicious kill of them all. Like the last kill in that movie is like you don't even see it, but everybody yeah. walks away from the movie. He's like, oh my god, that was brutal and all that stuff. And that was the first thing I thought of with this. Like page one, we get like these things are puking out everywhere, yeah. and he's just like, and like crawling on his face and all that. I was like, this is this is great. <laughs> and, and I like the effect and I like what you guys create with that because with that, it literally allows you to put the horror element that's going to be built into the story up front so you can focus on the characters. Because mm -hmm. even on this first issue, there's a lot of character work. There's so many characters and you oh, yeah. wove them in connecting their wants so seamlessly. Oh, um, yeah. And now when it comes to horror and I see it in Breath of Shadows, like Road, to, Road of Bones was the Tundra. Um, sea of Sorrows the Sea. Now we're going into the jungle. Um, how important it, it, it tells me that environment is very important when crafting a horror story. Yeah. Um, why the jungle? All right. So that, uh, that goes back to what wrote of bones. Um, cause I, I'm, I'm from new England. I'm in, I live in Vermont and, um, and like even outside the window right now, there's like a foot of snow. And, uh, so <laughs> there's, so I told Rich when we were doing this, I'm like, I, I'm digging this cause I always want to draw something in the snow because I grew up with this. And uh, the other two environments I always wanted to draw was something in the ocean and something in the jungle. And Rich was like, okay, I'll be right back. But yeah, but it just, yeah, it came from that. Like Road of Bones is like, since it's in the snow, it's like a very like white book, like white's like the dominant color there. Mm -hmm. The of Sorrows is under the water is like black, 
of because you know you can't really see very far right. so it's like a lot of it is like really yeah. pitch black um and you know breath of shadows is in the psychedelic 60s so we're just using all of the colors that we didn't use <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah like when you're in the jungle everything's very yeah. green the blood is very yeah. red and it really contrasts with everything um, and also, I like the idea of going to a different country altogether, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, I'm yeah. from Latino heritage, going into Mexico and, and talking about Mayan culture. And, like, you have the subplot of political intrigue yeah. and, like, everything going on. So I, I'm really looking forward to see how that expands and grows. Um, we got to talk about Jimmy. We got to talk about The Shades. <laughs> Who inspired yeah. The Shades? If there was a, if there was a band, apparently we tried to find it, but there's so many bands called the Shades. Yeah, so we have no idea. But no, definitely, no. you did set it up with the Beatles, right? Like, so there's yeah that era. I'd say like they're kind of like, um, like a like a, a mixture of like there's like the Beatles, a little bit of Beatles, a little bit of the Doors, and a little bit of the Rolling Stones. So like, you know, I think like the Beatles. It's like, you know, there's four of them and, and you know, they were all very like stylish and very like, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, like a big band. I, I think like what, what it took from the doors was like, you know, the Beatles, it was like a British invasion. I wanted them to be like an American band, um, you know, so and, and like Jim Morrison was very into like, you know, spiritual stuff and, uh, you know, and also very into drugs. Quite honestly, um, you know. I love the line on the book when it goes like, "Whenever the Beatles went to East Asia, yeah, um, they brought all the Buddhist stuff, but they brought all the drugs too." Yeah, <laughs> that was an awesome line. Yeah, and then like from the Rolling Stones, like the thing that's interesting to me about the Rolling Stones was like they were like a pretty big band before like the whole psychedelic revolution happened. You know what I mean? Like they they were like really like. Um, you know, just like a classic, like rock and, and blues kind of band. And then when psychedelia and like, and like, you know, peace and love and all that, like started getting popular, they were like, well, shit, we got to change it up. And, and there's like a couple of albums in there that are like very much like them trying to do that. And they're not like the best Rolling Stones albums. Like, right. you know, there's like one or two good tracks on there, but like it, you, you could just tell that they're like, they were like, we got to switch it up and we got to try to connect with the, with like what the kids like today or, or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think like, that's kind of the point where like, I took that from the Stone, Rolling Stones story and that that's like the point where the shades are at now where like, you know, they're very, very popular, but they're like, can sort of sense the change coming and they don't know yeah. how they're going to, you know, how are they going to survive? Yeah. How they're going to survive. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I love the degree of desperation, like, like the whole setting is, is about this, how far they're willing to go mm -hmm. to, to, yeah. to break the artist block. Yeah. And of course, mystery ensues because by the way, I love the cliffhanger. Oh yeah. <laughs> which, which it's, yeah. you guys do great cliffhangers, by the way. And oh, I love now I, did, I we didn't know the, we didn't know the answer. So I wanted to ask, is this a bi-weekly series? Are you going to keep us holding on to our breath for a month? Like how is yeah. it going to come out? It's uh, it's going to come out monthly. Monthly, um, yeah. so you know sometimes I would say like there's probably like a three to five week uh, window between issues because sometimes it'll be like you know we've had it sometimes before where like the book will come out 
like issue two will come out like towards the end of the month and issue three will come out towards the middle. So it's not like exactly a month in between, right. but basically, but basically, yeah, it's like every month, uh, there's going to be an issue. There's five issues total. So it's going to, I think our, the last issue should be dropping in, uh, June and, uh, yeah. And then like, you know, later in the year, hopefully we'll, or maybe early next year, we'll do a collected edition, like a, uh, you know, is you can have it all in one place. Like a trade paperback. Yeah. yeah like a trade paperback or, you know, you know, keep bugging them for to do hard covers, but we'll see that you know, or not. <laughs> so the official release date for issue one is February first. February first, next Wednesday. So guys, next Wednesday, February first. Uh, if you love Rick and Alex's work, if you're a fan of Road of Bones, if you're a fan of Oceans Will Take Us, if you're a fan of Sea of Sorrows, you gotta pick up Breath of Shadows. It's coming out next week. I can't wait to read more. I'm going to probably pick it up and read it again as I prepare and die in the cliffhanger. <laughs> um, but guys, um, thank you so much for joining us, answering our questions and spending time with us. You guys are awesome creators, and it's a privilege to talk to you guys. Um, you guys are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks so much. Yeah. And I can't wait. So the next so the next place you're going to take is a space. I mean, because we're into every single, you know. Sure. <laughs> That's the last book, right? The final frontier. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you love, if people wanted to find you and find your work, whether collectively or separate, where can they find it? Um, well, for me, uh, I'm at Arduek on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, also my site is Arduek.com. If you go there, you can see... Um, all the stuff I've worked on, get links to like where you can get it. And also have a newsletter you could sign up for your Substack, And then uh, with that, I send it out usually like once or twice a month because I don't want to like spam people or anything. But um, basically like I, I'll talk about like the stuff I'm working on and, um, you know, talk a little bit about what it's like to, to write comics and, you know, give tips here and there and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Alex? Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Alex Cormack uh, four, and there we go. And um, <laughs> at the same time, I'm on like Instagram, just under my name, Alex Cormack. Um, and you know, like the, all, all the usual suspects, Facebook and Tumblr, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, as I said before, Google my name; I'll pop up somewhere. It'll all be linked in the description, yeah. guys. Yeah, yes, it will. <laughs> as well. You guys stay safe. Keep watching, yep. keep reading comics, pick up Breath of Shadows, February 1st. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Thank All you. Right. Peace. Thanks. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. Also, thank you to Alex and Rich for joining us for this episode of The Chatter After. It was a blast. Can't wait to continue reading this book, and hopefully you guys check it out when you can. Um, we're going to have a link to Amazon down below. If you're not able to go to your local comic book store and pick it up, you can get it digitally on Comixology. You can pre-order it now for February 1st, so you can get your hands on and get, get into it right away. And you can even subscribe to that so you can have it in your inbox every single time it comes out. If you enjoyed this video, give us a like, subscribe so you don't miss a thing, so you don't miss any more interviews, comic book coverage, movie coverage. We have a lot of stuff going on here at The Chatter After, so we would love for you to be on the ride with us. Let us know in the comment section down below too. Is there anything else you'd like us to talk about or cover? We'd love to get into that. Have an awesome day, you guys. I'm Mike. That was Brandon, Rich, and Alex. Thank you all so much for watching. Have a fantastic rest of your day and continue reading comics. Peace.